I thought my brain juices were gonna like just start making the intro work, and they didn't. Uh, you know what? That last sentence is the intro, though. We'll just come up with that. Pretend that I had something <laughs> perfect in there. You know? Oh, we're so good at this. Yeah, absolutely crushing it because it's Radio Free Topic After Dark, the Patreon series. Thank you for uh, being a, a patron out there. We appreciate it. And we're here this week with Kyler J to talk about uh, some fetishes and some quizzes and all kinds of shit. What's popping? Not much, man. Thanks for having me back, guys. I had so much fun last time. Oh, I yeah. I hear that. Yeah, I was just I was just out in L.A. a couple days ago and did an outside hang with uh, Kyler and some of her other friends out there. And he was like, when are we doing a Patreon show? And I was like, I, as I was saying before this, we record it every two weeks. I tend to kind of forget it's still a new thing. So I was like, how about fucking two days from now? And, and here we are. Yeah, and it's always, good when you, it's always good when you tell the audience that the guest had to ask to be on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way to fucking part the kimono for him. Nice. He was really taking him behind the curtain. Yeah, this, that's what the Patreon series is about. We get to see how, just how bad my ADHD is behind the curtain. <laughs> so so how's, how's folks doing out there? Kyler, LA was looking smoky. How, are, you, are you living? I'm, I'm living. It's still smoky. Long as you're functioning? I mean, as as well as they can be, but yeah, you know, we're we're managing. It's fucking, it's fucking spooky. I know, and uh, that we was when you got there. It wasn't even as bad as it had been. Like we had a couple days where, like, it was three o'clock in the afternoon, and it was like it looked like it was evening. You couldn't see the sun. Ooh. Right? No, we at least had the sun going by the time I got there. But I was helping my girlfriend move Vegas to L.A., and on the drive into there, like the haze steadily got stronger and stronger and we stopped in Joshua tree for a bit and we went hiking. I looked up and like the sun is just red and like very mute. I thought it was the moon. I kept asking like, Oh, look at the moon. It's fucking crazy. And my girlfriend was like, that's the, that's the fucking sun. Like the moon wouldn't put that much light off. Yeah. And I mean, and like, it's <laughs> that smoky. It's literally just nature telling you, you shouldn't be outside. You should go inside and you just ignoring it. It's the red warning light. It's yeah. not. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see the picture? I think it was Dodger Stadium. Uh, they're fucking playing baseball to an empty stadium, and there's a fucking blood red sun in the sky. And you're like, <laughs> "Well, that's it. We're done. That's the end of humanity. Like we're yeah, all things fun. are looking great." The one I saw too had cardboard cutouts in the audience, yeah. like like an N64 game, just yeah. like these static images in the back. Which, see, that seems unnecessary to me. Yeah. Like, everybody knows what the situation is, you know? Do you know I don't think they... anybody's going to be watching a game and, like, there's nobody in the stands and that upsets them. But, like, a fucking, like, a, a cutout, you know, movie theater person, that makes it all feel normal. It's worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> they, do, they do crowd noise at some of those games, too. You know how they do it? Oh, yeah, how? they, like, pump the crowd noise in. Yeah, they took the audio from uh, MLB The Show 2020 and put it on a soundboard, and then they just have somebody operating the soundboard doing crowd noise. <laughs> Jesus, like literally from that video game. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yep. I also like the idea of like, and the crowd goes wild, and it pans to some dude in a booth pushing a button, and it's like, <laughs> Yeah! It's like Imagine. a worse version of like the uh, the late night show applause button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking spookier version too. Well, Jesus fucking Christ. So that hey, there's our news update for you. Everything is still fucking horrifying and terrible. <laughs> Kyler, or as as I was saying before we recorded, our, we're doing our kind of guest question uh, for this series. We've been asking about COVID shames. I've talked about watching all of Love Island. How have you been coping with the blood sun and the uh, the poisonous air and the poison in, you know, potentially every stranger you run into? What, what's your technique? Uh, I got really into uh, just really bad reality shows. Like I started watching Real Housewives in New Jersey, which is basically just... <laughs> It's like Jersey Shore all grown up. Mm, it's, no. it's really, really trashy TV. And I wouldn't say I'm ashamed of it, 
we've all got our, our methods for coping, but it's probably not the most constructive way to spend my time. <laughs> I, I've been doing a similar one. And having finished Love Island, I'm actually watching Jersey Shore for the first time. And so the idea of them grown up, because I, I had never seen it. That's the most fucking chaotic show I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's the Every best show. It's, Jersey Shore was somehow still underappreciated in its time. It seriously is. And I mean, I was definitely at that time. I think that was big. I would have been at the end of high school going into college. And I was very much, oh, that's like, that's fucking lame shit. Like, this is shit for normies and, and that <laughs> kind of thing. But in retrospect, I'm like, this is fucking incredible television. Oh, it's captivating TV. <laughs> and like Polly D, he, he came to DJ when we were in college. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, this fucking... This fucking guy from a reality show decides he's a DJ. But now I know he was DJing on the show, and that dude fucking rules. I think he's one of the only people on that show that isn't morally just kind of bankrupt. Oh, he's the most ridiculous-looking person on the show, and somehow he's also the most relatable. <laughs> like he's, Exactly. I don't know how, but he's like the straight man in that cast. Right. Which is so disorienting with like the fucking blowout. And I thought like he was going to be douchey and stuff, but he's like, nah, man, like I just like my blowout. And he's just kind of a normal good dude. Yeah. Surrounded by, oh my God, just people fucking fighting constantly. And there, there's some like intense relationship shit on that show, too. Oh, like, yeah. Like very some toxic of that stuff, relationships. Like, right. Just flat out like abusive stuff happening. And I'm like, what? How do they just keep the cameras rolling when this dude like lifts up a bed with his partner like laying on it, or the situation tries to put his head through a concrete wall and has to go to the hospital? Yeah, remember <laughs> when Jay when Jay Wow's ex boyfriend completely robs her blind? Oh my god! He like empties out her house. Oh yeah, because they have to they have to fucking go back for like the dogs. Yeah, he just left the dogs now. in the house. Save it for the recap show. There's another program coming from RFTB Industries where Donovan does episode recaps of the Jersey Shore. This, right, that's gonna be this like is not that program. To get it started. To get it started, because Jesus fucking Christ, it's such it's such a good time. Arthur, I gotta talk, you can't do it. I think you would dig if you watched enough. There's something about that kind of petty chaos that kind of takes me out of the big chaos it's for a little bit, if that makes sense. It's so exhausting to me. I would rather play a <laughs> fucking, like, 11-year-old janky shooter games, and, you know, I want to I wanna hack into the mainframe in, like, a terrible cyberpunk game. Uh, see, that, that's that's more stressful for me, because for me, that's, that's a little too real. That seems yeah, like training like, for something we're going to have to do. The cyberpunk dystopia is too real for you. Yeah. No, I feel it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, fucking eh. We're, we're, we're keeping it alive, but we're all keeping ourselves alive through whatever means necessary, you know, Jersey Shore included. Uh, but hey, I've got, I got a new segment idea for this show that okay. I was thinking of really we've been talking about. We've talked on the main program about uh, a want, will, won't list which is kind of a tool uh, for you know uh, people in a relationship to use to kind of figure out where they stand with kinks and like what they'd be willing to try or what is you know kind of essential to them and then what is you know just a flat out no. And I thought, what if we get a big list of all the fetishes we can find, draw them randomly, and we can go around and we can we can give our thoughts and feelings on it. Maybe discover some things. And at the end, we can have a, a big gay Skype orgy. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good to you. Are the, are the two related? Well, we're going to pick, if we have a bunch of fetishes that match up, you know, maybe, maybe I'm really into arthropods, and it turns out you guys are too. <laughs> then after this, we can play Crab Rave and, like, get some big uh, claw mittens. You know, and kind of that would be terrible. Jerk each other off with giant claw mittens. Yeah, with no, the claw. I feel it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thrilling conclusion to it. This this work we're doing here. This will go somewhere, and that is the uh, extra deep Patreon tier that goes on your OnlyFans. 
<laughs> that that is that's the that's the ultimate Patreon tier is just RFTV only fans. It's Arthur with a sharpie in his butt, and then all of us jerking each other off with giant, comically large lobster claws. <laughs> uh, fellas, are you prepared to receive the random integer courtesy of random.org? Yeah, so, so we got ready. a list numbered. We're gonna we're gonna pull them out and go around. All right. Arthur, we have you are the 90, list master. 93 paraphilias on the list. We're going to generate a random integer between 1 and 93. Here we go. The number we got is number 30. Number 30. Erotophonophilia. Ah! <laughs> Murder often of strangers. <laughs> We went through. We all looked at this and we were like, let's get rid of ones that are just crimes. Let's not talk about those ones. And the first one we rolled after that is about just murdering, you know, somebody you find on the street. We have 92 paraphilia. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to generate a random integer courtesy of random.org. Yes, I don't care. I don't care 92. if this offends. I'm going to say this is a solid won't for me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you're going to get lit up for that, man. <laughs> Twitterverse is coming for you. All right. I have generated another random integer between 1 and 92 this time. And I got 33. Fornophilia, turning a human being into a piece of furniture. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a clarifying question here. Yes. Are we talking about, like, somebody's kneeling and I'm going to use you as a footrest? Like a dominatrix type thing? Or are we talking about, like, I will warp your physical being into a sofa? I had the same question. Uh, well, that would require the use of the Zemisi art of vicissitude, uh, or bone crafting, uh, from the role-playing game Vampire the Masquerade is the only oh, way that classic. that would be possible. So in, in the human realm, I think it's using a human being as, a, as furniture. Yeah, I found I found a urban dictionary definition that's surprisingly pretty straightforward. Fornophilia is a form of bondage and sexual objectification in which a person's body is incorporated into a chair, table, cabinet, or other piece of furniture. Man, mm. would you like to be my next fornophilia project? Woman, okay, can I be a chandelier this time? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, I've seen what could be classified as a human chandelier at a fetish party. What could be, like, was that the intention with it, or no, somebody I, just hanging? It was like a suspension thing. Ah. Hmm. So, like, you know, she had hooks pierced through the flesh in her back, and then she was hung yeah. by her skin on a stage in front of a whole bunch of people. And it was fucking wild. <laughs> Some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's a little intersection. Is uh, is, sus is suspension a, a, a fetish thing, or is that kind of like just a crazy thing to do? I think it's there's definitely a fetish for it. We might huh. have to add that to the list, random into that a little later on. But for now, we are talking about human furniture. Now, I th so I think that uh, I can put... Uh, on my will list, uh, using someone as human furniture, I think that if I had a partner who was into being objectified into that way, and she's like, I'm going to be a table, I'd be like, sick, you can hold my monster energy drink in my vape while I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking nerd bondage. <laughs> nerd domination. <laughs> you will be my work table as I paint my minifigs. <laughs> Exactly. As I as I finish up my uh my predator uh fucking grav tank for Warhammer 40k, you can hold the light and my known hot. my known oil. Fucking hot. I'm looking I'm looking into more research here to answer this question. So there's a whole Wikipedia article on it. And it sounds like it's kind of what I was talking about. It's it is just, you know, somebody kneeling in there, a coffee table. Um or here's two women kneeling with another woman laying on top of them making what they call a human table. And they got them fine booties in this image. I'm seeing it. 
Right. So this, so this is, a, this is a more realistic fetish than, I don't know, something like Vor or whatever, where you can't really do the thing. And, uh, I think I'm on the same page as you, Arthur. I, I don't know. I, this wouldn't be my preference. I put it on the will though. Ties with the partner who wanted to be, uh, uh, literally objectified, you know, I, I, cool foot rest. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> Kyle, yeah, what are you I, saying? I, would you would you use a uh, a partner as a footrest? I think I'm on the same page with you guys. It it's not going to be the first thing I'm going to try. Uh, yeah, but if if I was with someone and she was like, "This is the only way I get off," I think I'd give it a couple tries before completely writing it off. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, U- ultimately, if if you're the dominant person messing with this fetish, like that's that's pretty straightforward. You don't really have to do anything crazy, you know. You kind of just gotta watch your partner be be a table for a while. Yeah. Now that's, that's that's not so bad. How would you feel about being the table? I don't want to be the table. <laughs> I don't want to be the table either. Uh, I I'll put it on the will. Like uh, I I'm okay uh, being in a submissive position in an erotic fantasy, and so if my partner wants to objectify me in that way. I think I could be okay with it. I will warn you ahead of time. I'm not going to last long. I got bad knees. Yeah, I'm looking at this shit. Like, this woman is just kneeling on hardwood with, like, a decorative vase balanced on her back. This looks, like, like difficult. This, this is, you got to practice with planking and shit. Yeah, Arthur, you might, be, you might be better suited to a more standing piece of furniture, like a grandfather clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, like, hang, hang a pendulum from my dick. <laughs> oh, and then nice! Just swing it, yeah. Okay, let's take them back and forth, and then when the hour hits, you just gotta go like uh, it's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. I'll be the clock. I, I I will be the clock. That sounds fucking fun. Uh, All right, yeah. I we won't be a to- lamp. I won't, because that's that involves electricity play, and that's not what I'm into. What about like a I... coat rack? Mm, just hanging shit off me. Man. Yeah, but you have to stay like that when your partner leaves the house, and like she, he or she comes <laughs> in and walks through the door and just throws a coat on you and leaves to go do something else. Somehow that's hotter to me. Somehow <laughs> moved with the idea of like being told to stay in one spot in an erotic way while my partner just fucks off and leaves with some coats. Yeah, I don't know. And then you could ha- you could have funny in jokes. Like she comes back and maybe you had to take a piss and you came back and you know you went to the wrong spot. She's like, "We got a magic coat rack. How to move over there?" <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "I'm I'm actually a human, and this is turning me on immensely. <laughs> I'm a human, and this is hot." Do we want to do general ratings on these? I don't know. Maybe in terms of like interest. I don't know if you even have personal interest, but like this is this is an interesting fetish. Or this is like, even if you're not into it, this is an interesting fetish, would be like a five, and then a zero would be like, this is really stupid. This is like a two. Yeah. I get yeah, it's two like a one for me. Out of five. <laughs> <laughs> we got one and two. I'm, I'm at a two also. But between the two, but over to it. Like, it, 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 at least this is, I hadn't really thought of this. And that gives a points in my mind. Yeah, just in terms of general excitement, though, it just doesn't seem like anything's happening. No, not not really. But you it know. is novel. Like the idea, it's like, huh? I wouldn't have thought of that. That is somewhat interesting. True. Yeah, I saw. I give it a two for that. All right, let's uh, let's roll. Let's roll the magic sex dice. We're gonna spin it again. Here it comes. Random dot org. How did I close the fucking? Why did I do that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Integers. We're gonna generate one number between one and ninety-two. That number is twenty-five. Diaper fetishism. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it just Fuck says yeah. diapers. Semicolon. Considerable overlap with paraphilic infantilism, which I reckon is the DDLG shit we have talked about before. We got a strong stance there. But this is this is just the diaper part. And I think 
from what I know about this, they got to be like pissing or shitting in the diaper. Yeah, that's right? part of it. That's got to be part of it. Even if I they don't... weren't, this is a hard no for me. Yeah, that's a won't. That's a won't from the from the uh, collected gentleman. I, Beyond, uh, go ahead. I'm. I'd wear one, right? I'd put on a diaper if uh, if I had a partner that was really into like say the texture of the diaper. I would not shit or piss in said diaper. There is no fucking way <laughs> I'm wearing an absorbing an absorbent garment that's gonna fucking hold my waist to my body. No, thank you. I'm it, not. A, I'm not horrible. about putting on the diaper in general. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna like say it. diapers are a hard no for me. Just I, I like my underwear the way I like them. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm in the same boat because I can. You know, I lean dominant. Typically, I can kind of do both, but I definitely lean that way. This is one that's just like, I don't want to be the diaper guy. I hate that. <laughs> it, does, it does. It does the opposite of like arousal arousal for me. I'd just be like, I'd be pissed. I don't want to wear a fucking diaper. <laughs> definitely not shitting in the diaper. No. Uh, people people go on long road trips. If if diapers, if pissing in the diaper as an adult. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if it uh, if 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 you know, pissing in your own diaper as an adult wasn't so bad, like people would be willingly doing that on road trips all the time. It'd be very convenient, but it's not because that piss is just sitting right there next to your shit. That sounds horrible. Yeah, the piss doesn't go anywhere. You're just sitting in it. Right. I think Which, that's part you know, of it. Is the squish? Yeah, that's Ugh. the thing for people, Ugh. and just that that particular kind. Of kind of, it's like a it's like a gross out objectification kind of way. I, like I don't want to make my partner something gross because <laughs> because mm. if that's gonna lead to sex stuff, you got shit all over you, and I'm gonna wipe them. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> so I'm I'm low on I'm I'm won't on both. I just I want nothing to do with this. Okay, all right. I accept that. But, but in terms of rating, I'm going to give this a five because it's super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I, I'll go four. This is it's funky, and you got to admire the fortitude of somebody who can just sit in a shitty diaper at like you know thirty two. <laughs> I don't know if it's fortitude if they want to do it. But you still got well, yeah. I guess maybe they enjoy the sensation of of duty, doo doo, just between them and the seat. That's hard to that's hard to imagine. I can't imagine being like, oh, like this is so itchy and potentially infectious. Oh yeah. Oh, that's really doing for me. I got diaper rash now. That's so fucking hot. <laughs> Like, this out. just has to be the worst dirty talk ever. It's like, oh, you got a diaper rash. <laughs> well, that's My- the that's the fucking thing because it often goes with the infantilism, and so it's like, oh, does baby have a dirty diaper? Mommy's gonna get her special baby powder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're gonna get cum. <laughs> that's oh, the no. that's the solution. Oh, it's no. fixing it. Yeah, I don't know about that mixture. Ugh. <laughs> Do we want to roll it one more again? Let's roll it again. Okay, we're going one one to ninety now. I took the others out of the list. All right, here we go. Number fifteen. Wow. Auto hemo fetishism, bleeding oneself in parentheses does not involve ingestion of blood. Good to know. Type of auto vampirism. <laughs> Um, so just just making yourself bleed? Yeah, cutting yourself to get I don't, off. I don't, I don't dig that. No. no, from either side, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do cut that myself, and I don't want to watch my girlfriend cut herself. Right. Yeah. I think that's just a hard won't all around. Yeah. Well, we're really closed-minded, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll be a fucking coat rack, man, but I don't know about cutting myself. Because <laughs> I, I get the appeal of, uh, like, sadism or masochism 
in like a sexual context, like getting a paddle or like a whip. Like that's that's kind of fun. That's kind of hot. But the idea of like doing something to someone that they're going to need like either a big Band-Aid uh, or stitches. I, I, I would hope it doesn't go that far, but there's the potential for that. This is this is like legit. That stuff's fun because it's like you're hurting somebody, but like it's the good, it's the good kind. Right. This is a uh, this just. Yeah, I don't want to cut up my partner. I don't want them to cut themselves up. I don't want to get cut. This is just too knifey for me. It's too knifey. Too razor bladey. I rank this a one too, because this is one you know. In, in general, I think fetishes are fine. You know, I think it's good to think about like the mindset that's creating it or maybe like past experience and like if it's a healthy thing or not. But in general, as long as you're not hurting anybody, these are good. But again, like this, this falls under the hurting somebody category. And it's, it's just, if if somebody went to a doctor and was like discussing their sexual history and was like, yeah, like I like cutting myself up. They, I think they tell you not to like, this is a medical hazard. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, probably. I just, I, I don't like that. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the choppy community they have like a whole <laughs> protocol for standardizing like a razor or something, you know, and then, and then they learn how to do stitches. That's even worse somehow. Yeah, I don't yeah. like this. What like, I don't a, like so it. you just turn into a Civil War doctor? <laughs> <laughs> it's the upside. It's one of the fetishes that actually uh, you 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 get a skill out of it. Yeah, you yeah. learn something. If you're into choppy fetish for 10 years, you can become a surgeon. It's about those 10,000 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's some Malcolm Gladwell shit. <laughs> 10,000 hours of cutting myself, coming hard, and then fixing myself back up. Big experience. All right, uh, roll it back. Wait, rating. What did I say? One? Did you guys give it a rating? Uh, fucking one, maybe zero. Yeah, same. All right. Bottom rank all the way around. This is our uh, current leader for, for worst fetish among us. All right. Spin the, spin the wheel of fortune. Okay, let's hear it. Number 47. We got Melolagnia music. Oh, I, I got a fun story with this one. Well, let's hear it. Um, so I'm like a, a pro- music producer a little bit, total amateur. I like throwing together drum machines in, in my DAW and playing with some synths and stuff. Right. There's one time I was working on a track and I had this loop going and I was getting a little, you know, I've talked about it a number of times on the main feed. Uh, you'll be watching TV and you go, huh, I think it's time to masturbate now. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just working on this track and I pulled out the fucking, the the bottle of lubricant and I just left the shit running right and then there then I was like jerking off and like playing around with the tunes like changing the fucking synth leads and shit and like like playing with myself while I was working on the track and it resulted in one of the most powerful orgasms I have ever felt in my life I think you found your fetish but I don't know how to recreate it I haven't I haven't pulled it off I guess I haven't tried but like as a as like a spontaneous thing, uh, that gets a five out of five for me. Will do. Did we lose Bless? Where's Donovan? Oh no! Oh jeez! Oh, he probably went to take a shit. Oh god! Now it's just me and you talking about. Now we're now, you just to told you, you're just talking to me about your masturbation stories now. <laughs> We don't have a lot of history as like a host and co-host. We don't have the <laughs> trust build up yet. The show must go on though. Let's talk more Th- about it. That's true. Have you had any experiences uh where music factored heavily into uh into sexuality for you? No, I haven't. I mean, I've I've played music while having sex before, but it's not really a something that I need to have going, you know? Sure. Like, the right song can really, like, set a mood or really kind of put things in the right direction, but it's, like, once you're there, it's almost like it goes away. Unless it doesn't, because you're making it, and you're jerking off while you're <laughs> making it. 
Did you go take a shit? What happened, Bless? The fucking Skype shit out. I don't know my password, so I had to send a code and stuff. But I don't interrupt stuff, so I'm smoothly coming back in. That's very good. And Perfect. apparently I missed Arthur talking about jerking it to his own music while making that music. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have to subscribe to the Patreon and get the episode. Because <laughs> I ain't saying it again. I also like that, it your, I like that it was your own music and not somebody else's. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm fucking great at this. <laughs> I don't even think of it as like how good I was at it. It's like, I don't know. It's something about the, it's probably like from a neurological standpoint, it's like activating the creative part of your brain while activating the sexual part of your brain. Crossing up some wires, maybe. Probably. I could see that. Yeah. In my expert opinion. (laughs) Yeah. As as a brain scientist. (laughs) It makes sense. With, cause I don't know, I got, I've got similar thing. Music can add some to sex. It can be, it can be fun. I don't know if it by itself really does anything for me. I don't know. Maybe there's a really horny song out there that I gotta find. Um, but it, it adds something. You know, it could boost the experience a bit. I have a friend uh, who will remain nameless. Who uh, he's got a whole, he's got a sex playlist, mm. and he was rooming with another guy. And I was friends with this other guy, and he would text me sometimes. And he'd be like, oh, no, I hear the sex music. And he would hear this playlist going and knew the songs at this point. And he'd be like, all right, he's in there fucking. Uh, but so I, I go to a wedding with this guy. A few months later, we're staying in a hotel room together with him and his girlfriend. Uh, I'm at this party. They go back to the hotel room for a bit. And they say they're going to come right back. And it's been like an hour. And I'm like, where the fuck? And then it's been like an hour and a half. And I'm like, okay, like who the fuck is fucking for an hour and a half? I got I to see what's going on here. Maybe they passed out. And I walk back into the hotel room, and as I come up to the door, I hear one of the songs that I know are on the sex playlist. <laughs> just coming through and started banging. I was like, God damn it, I know you're fucking. I know when XXYYXX is playing, you're fucking. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dido. <laughs> I don't think this this was a lot of uh, a lot of just kind of vibey electronic music. Okay, you know, I feel that. I feel that. I can add. I can add something. What do you think is uh, the worst song to have in your sex playlist? Worst song. I mean, there's the obvious ones. There's like Yakety Sax. Right. That would be and, not great. Anything by the Insane Clown Posse. Sure. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're fucking a juggalette. Oh yeah, that's true. How about uh, how about Kendrick Lamar's uh, "Sing About Me"? I'm dying of thirst. <laughs> that'll put, that'll lift the spirits and get everybody horny as fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, probably opera, something operatic could be really disruptive. For a certain kind of person, though, who I'm picturing with like a very thin mustache and a tuxedo. Like, I could mm. see a certain kind of, like, bougie, the kind of person who, like, goes to the opera being like, oh, the crescendo makes me feel like, you know, I'm blowing rope. Sure. I Frazier, could definitely see that. For example. Yeah. Frazier yeah. fucks it, the opera. That's one where, like, that certain kind of person is going to be great. And this kind of applies to the music itself, too. And for everybody else, it's going to be real off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I say, I don't know, all around... You know, I I want to with that one. It's it's fun. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I give it. I'm just doing. I don't know what the criteria is here. I, I am putting a little bit if I'm into it or not, and also like novelty. I'd give it like a three or a four because it's pretty standard, but it is. It can be really great. Yeah, same uh, for me there. Uh, based on my autoerotic experience of masturbating while creating music, five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the song uploaded somewhere? Can we hear I don't, the, the nut it, it song? Was a stem. Like I never finished that track. Like it was Damn just it. like little bits that I was working on. You got to go back more determined and hornier than ever. <laughs> just, you know, I it's it's one of those things where like you're kind of like you know, you so say you have this mind-blowing experience and then like you kind of want to try it again but you also don't want to like force it. You don't want to ruin the magic, you know? Yeah, imagine you can't force it. Yeah, Arthur, like, are the you said you never finished the track. Would you say the track finished you? It, it did. 
It certainly did. My man's getting sucked off by an MP3, folks. <laughs> oh, that rules. All right, let's roll it. Okay, here one we go. One more roll. Let's do one more again. Number 57. We've got olfactophilia. Smells and odors emanating from the body, especially the sexual areas. Fuck I'm fumes. In. I'm in for fuck fumes. Yeah, it, oh, the way it's... that it's written, it sounds like the smells have to be bad, but if it's like a nice smell, that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not all, you know, odors the body makes are, are necessarily bad, you know? Yeah, and I'm especially... just assuming everything on this list is bad. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good assumption to make. I'm just like looking up a little bit and I see one and the only word in the definition is mucus. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the first one I saw. So I don't know. I don't know about that. But yeah, th- this one, you know, I, I am worried that there's going to be some uh, aspect of it not mentioned in the definition. I'm going to say I love this and then people are going to like, oh, you got like fishy asshole love syndrome. <laughs> that's the creepiest fetish of them all. But like, <laughs> Sex smells and like pussy smells. That's yeah. that's all. That's hot. I'm into it. Sure. Yeah, that's a will. It's definitely a will. Maybe even a want. Like you ever, you ever uh, uh, finger an AFAB partner, and uh, later on, like you just like you lean on your hand and you go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> like hmm. Go go back for more. That's uh, that's definitely pussy on the fingers, folks. It's definitely pussy on the fingers. Now I've I've had that where it's like a few hours later, yeah, and you catch a whiff of your finger, and it's like, oh damn, that's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. But in the same thought, I have to go wash my hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> also that. <laughs> if it's still remaining, it's like, did I really not wash my hands since then? That's not. <laughs> that's not great. Now that's not great. Now. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say this is like a, I, I put it on a, well, kind of a want. It's not like a super crazy thing for me, but it's, it's good. I, I dig it. Yeah. I'm in the same area there. I am. Cause it's, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Donovan and I are aligning on a lot of these. Yeah. Well, this is going to be perfect for the fucking Skype orgy, my guy. It's perfect. <laughs> we'll we'll be together, and then Arthur will be in a quarter jerking off to his own music. <laughs> jerking off to my own music and pretending to be a coat rack. Yeah. <laughs> a multi-talented man. But yeah, th- this one's a little too standard, because I feel like that's just kind of essential. Like, I don't know if I've ever had sex that there was no smell. That it was ju- you just, like, you're in a fucking clean room or something. That, that would be, be kind of weird. Because mm. mm. there's gotta be there's at least like a little sweat or something. There's there's some kind of smell there. Agreed. What I'm saying though is this is just a little. I, I'm thinking this is a little standard. Do we want to roll it once more? Okay. Okay. All right, we're doing it again. Here we go. I need I need some crazy shit. Let's do some crazy shit. Nineteen. We've got capnolagnia smoking. Smoking fetishism. I've seen some of this in the wild where Damn. like somebody's like all horned up over the fact that, you know, a woman is smoking. Usually uh I've seen it with like big red lips, like red lipstick. Oh yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, smoking a cigarette with very red lips. Mm-hmm. But because like contrary to every PSA ever, smoking is cool. It is <laughs> extremely cool. It's cool and hot. Yeah, you see somebody like, I don't know, fucking dressed up, good sense of like style or whatever, leaning on a corner, smoking a cigarette. That's a cool fucking person. Like, that's a, it, it, it adds something there. That's a There's person a kind you want to like, have sex with. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen like scrolling through porn sites before. I know there's like videos of them having sex while like the partner is smoking during sex. And that just seems like a big hassle. Yeah. Because I find it hot, but I don't want it to be happening while I'm doing the thing. Don't drop like a, don't drop an ash on my balls. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's just that finish taken to an extreme degree. Right. Yeah. Well, actually the most extreme is you just start fucking cigarettes. 
Yeah, you just stick your dick in a pack of cigs. <laughs> Sounding with a fucking cigarette. Yo, pro tip, if you get the menthol ones, give you a little urethra tingle. <laughs> Everyone loves a urethra tingle. I will say the the first girl I ever dated, like lost my virginity to, first kiss, this is in like 10th grade, and she uh, she smoked. That was like my first exposure to like people my age smoking. And I, I thought it was cool and hot, but I remember making out with her, you know, the first few times of being like, what the fuck is this? This tastes like weird. Like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. And I couldn't place it because I hadn't smoked before, like smelt an ashtray, which in retrospect, it just smells like, tastes like stale cigarettes. And that is off-putting. And that I think since then, taste. no, I, I just have that like very strong memory of that being like one of my first kisses. And when I encounter it again, it's like, oh, yeah, man. I remember that this was stanky and not my favorite. True. Maybe I mean, get a jewel. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a will, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, if my partner wants to, like, fucking blast a cig while I'm fucking pounding the shit, that's fine. I mean, if you really, <laughs> if you really got to smoke that bad. <laughs> I guess, but uh, then also the there's the worry, you know, from. like, what if she just burns down the bedroom? Not great. Right, right. Yeah, it's a fire hazard. <laughs> and just getting, it's, it doesn't seem like much. If, you, if you've ever been drunk and had, like, the cherry fall off a cigarette and land on you, that ah! fucking sucks. It's so <laughs> bad. It'll burn through your clothes real fucking quickly. It's terrible. Yeah. I was making out with somebody the other week. <laughs> yeah, I do that. And, uh... Uh, <laughs> we were going like it was like a long sesh and I like surreptitiously reach over and grab my vape in the middle because I needed a hit and he looks at me and he's like really you're gonna vape while we're making out I'm like yeah fuck, I got a problem it's been like 20 minutes <laughs> it's been like 20 minutes man come on man you're legally mandated to give me a 10 minute smoking break <laughs> <laughs> take it up with OSHA <laughs> depending on I, i'm well on this too i'm not particularly like I do, i'm like let's get to it i really want my partner to be smoking uh but like as long as shit's not gonna get burned down i don't it's it's fine i give it a four though because taken to its extreme i always thought that was like it's, it's it was like such a strange thing because again i get it you know it's cool it's hot it kind of adds something to a person but, like, that being a critical part of sex, like, we were involving this, the fact that I'm smoking while we're fucking is, like, the thing, that's so out there to me. Yeah, well, it's it's hot until it gets funny. Like, it's <laughs> like seeing a, a person on the street smoking a cigarette, big red lipstick, that's hot. But when she's smoking while you're having sex, that's funny, and I'm out. Definitely. Have you ever seen and someone smoke with their pussy? <laughs> no. Like yes, like, I think it was asshole though. Yeah, but in so the like you, I saw. you know, if you kegel, that kind of like changes the air pressure in the uh, in the orifice, right? Yeah, and you mm -hmm. can like draw with your pussy or asshole. Hell yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Well, that's a talent. Yeah, that falls into funny and and cool in a. Uh, <laughs> Not like a cool way, but like, yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like cool, but it's like, oh, uh, that's All right. cool. All yeah, right. Cool. I didn't know you could do that. Oh, good for you. <laughs> You've been practicing. But, it's, it's, but it's also like, especially at that extreme, like, is, are any of these people just addicted to nicotine really bad <laughs> and it's become a fetish because they have to have it or they're going to be irritable and then they can't have sex you know well, I can have sex while I'm irritable <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> real edgy fuck <laughs> <laughs> alright four, four for me what do y'all got yeah, three uh, three yeah. All right. All right. Well, we got some we got some good coverage in there uh, um, among things. And it seems like uh, we're all down for for a little smoking. So, you know, after this, I'll head down to the uh, head down to the shell, grab a pack of uh, 
Are you guys cool with Spirit Blues? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. And then we'll get it on. <laughs> hey, guess what? Perfect. What's that? It's the Buff Speed Quiz Swarm. Quiz Swarm is here, folks. This week for the BuzzFeed Quiz Swarm, we're going to have you say yuck or yum to these messy foods, and we'll reveal what type of man you attract. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find this? This is so specific. This is literally, this was the first quiz on BuzzFeed this week. BuzzFeed is fucking wild, man. I got to start scrolling for stuff, too. Well, this is good, because I've been looking for a man in my life, so... (laughs) For the following 20 messy foods, simply rate them on a scale of yuck to yum, and when you're done, we'll reveal the type of man you attract. Ready? Let's begin. As usual, uh, when we have a guest and we do this quiz swarm, I have separate windows open uh, with the quiz uh, on both, so that I'll be able to get uh, everyone's tailored results. Perfect. We're going to know for sure. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. We begin... With chicken wings, yuck or yum? That's a yum, yum for me, yeah. That's that's a yum from both. Barbecue like ribs. Yum. Yum. That's a yum. Powdered donuts. Yum. Yum. That's a yum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a trend. <laughs> Crab legs. Yum. Yum. Okay. Deep dish pizza. Yuck. I don't think I've ever had it, but I'm just going to go yum. Okay. I, okay. I wanted okay. to like it, too. And I'm in Chicago. Like Maybe I should give it another try, but I had it, and it just made me want normal pizza instead. Okay. Or like a calzone. Mm. Mm. Chili dog. Oh, I like calzones, dog. too. Chili dog. If I'm asking this question of Sonic the Hedgehog, I know the answer, but... <laughs> <laughs> Big yum. Fucking love conies. Yeah, yum. We got a yum, folks. Okay. Up next, spaghetti and meatballs. Who the fuck? Yum. Who, who doesn't yum spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs? What is this? Yum. Also, is that, is that really a messy food? You eat it with a fork and shit. Yeah. In in the photograph on the on the quiz here, they're doing the the spoon technique, so it's particularly tidy. They're not even slurping it. <laughs> Bogus quiz. But yeah, uh, I like it. Tacos. Yum. Yum. Who the fuck? Is gonna say this is just a list of good foods. Yeah, it's a, I think we're just everyone's attracting the same man. <laughs> Cheese puffs. Uh, yuck. There is neutral. You can have a neutral option. I'll yuck. go neutral yuck. on the cheese puffs. Well, it depends on, on what kind of puff. cheese puff it is. If it's like a Cheeto, get it away from me. But if it's like a lighter cheese puff with like better cheese, then it's good. But I'm just going to assume it's Cheetos, so yuck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm neutral for the same reason, because, like, the really crunchy ones, I hate that texture. But the big fluffy ones are pretty good, but I go through phases. For a while, I'm not into it, and then I'm back into it. Up next, we got s'mores. Yuck. Yum. Really? You don't like them? I don't like chocolate. Interesting. damn. Okay, this is not a messy food. Croissant. Oh, yum. That's That's a very neat food i guess little flakes could fall but i that's yeah, like brush calling them like, off go about your day yeah that's, that doesn't really require a cleaning i'm neutral on them because okay. i just like a, as the bread and the sandwich it's cool you know i kind of like it with other stuff but it would be my preferred one but then just like a plain croissant i'm just that's not really for i don't know it's not really for me neutral solid, solid yum for me Nachos. Yum. Yum. Yum for nachos. Watermelon. Yum. Yeah. No, actually neutral, because I mm. ate it when I was sick years ago, and I've been a little put off at since. And when I say years ago, this is probably like 16 years ago. <laughs> and ever since then, I don't know what it is. It just, it's yeah. not, I, I'll, I'll eat it. But, like, when I see it, that's what I think of. I think of vomiting up the watermelon. I got I the same thing it. with pineapple. I feel that. That's in like a similar, just kind of smushy texture. And I feel like if you turn on that, you're kind of stuck. 
Extremely sweet. Corn on the cob. <laughs> I'm going to go neutral. Okay. I'm neutral too. Now this cause... is a seasoned corn on the cob in the image with a little bit of cilantro and some spices. Looking pretty good to me. It's still neutral. If it's if it's like like Mexican style street corn, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that on the cob. The regular stuff, I just want it off the cob. Okay. I just don't so, like having the texture of corn kernels in my teeth. Mm. And the little the little stringy bits between them get fucking stuck yeah. in. The, yeah, that's yeah. that's that wigs me out too. I go neutral on it though because I do, I can fight through that for a low day. I fucking love it. We've been uh, we've been south of the border a number of times. This time we visit our neighbors to the north with poutine. I'm neutral on that. Neutral on poutine. I've never had poutine, but it looks really good, and so I'm just gonna say yum. Hell yeah. I'm neutral because I love it, but I have to be like in a really specific, like I got to be really fucking hungry to just like crush some poutine. Otherwise I get full really quickly off of that stuff and it's just, it just gives kind of a uh, feeling. But when I'm in the zone, fucking big yum. French fries with gravy? Fuck it. Me up, man. In the body. Okay. The French fries get smushy too, and I'm all oh, about the yeah. And then fries. it's like fucking mashed potatoes with fried shit in it. It's like, oh my god, it's perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect food. Cheese fondue. Uh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in. Okay. Uh, neutral. Neutral on fondue. Chocolate fondue. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, neutral. Neutral. Okay. Fried onion. Like a like a bloomin' onion, yuck! Ooh, yum! Fucking love um, onion rings mm-hmm, and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, ice cream sandwiches. Yuck! Yum! Really? A yuck from Kyler? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big sweets guy, and just eating like ice cream sandwiches. That's like a lot of ice cream. Mm, I'm that's just, true. I'm just not into it. The other thing is, you hold if you don't, if you don't if you take the wrapper off, you hold it. You take your finger off, then there's always like a little smir- circle of chocolate that you pull off by accident, and that's hard to get off. Yeah, and it gets all over your fingers. Sandwich, yeah. I they're they're fine now. I go neutral. We arrive at our final question, our final sloppy food. It's an American classic. It's the sloppy Joe. Yuck. Yum. Yeah. It's an that's a hard yuck for me. <laughs> Do you have a bad experience or just not your thing? I was mean, just growing up like you'd have sloppy joes at, at school lunch sometimes. They're always fucking gross. Like the <laughs> the meat, the sauce like soaks into the bottom bun and then it's a soggy bun and like the meat's not great and you know it's school sloppy joes so the sauce isn't very good. It's just all around a bad food. It's just it's, like ground beef and ketchup. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I have, I have, because my mom would make it uh, when we were kids, and hers was solid, and I and I liked that. But I feel like the school ones probably turned a lot of people off, and that makes sense because that shit was always gnarly when it was at school. So you can't toasted bun. Yeah, and they're not going to take the time to toast all the buns at school. Fucking Sedexo, piece of shit, bastard, <laughs> private, fucking, fuck you. Uh, we but have, in, in general, in general, I'm yum on that, I dig it. We have experienced enough divergence here that you did not get the same answer as initially uh, predicted. Oh, Ooh. man. Kyler, you got the artistic type. You consider <laughs> yourself an artist, so it's no surprise that you act as a magnet for other creative people. Maybe they're into pottery, painting. Music or photography. Either way, it's obvious. Uh, uh, you guys will have killer chemistry. <laughs> Is this accurate? Uh, just because we hate sloppy joes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I am a camera operator in the film industry, so I guess I would be the artistic type. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Artistic Donovan. partner, though? Is that, your, is that your chosen partner? Well, yeah, my girlfriend's a chef. Boom! This is remarkably accurate thus yeah. far. Well, this is only for guys. This is only for the guys that you attract. Oh, right. So a whole different quiz. Yeah, you gotta I don't have think non-sloppy it matters. foods. 
<laughs> what tidy foods? Please. Yeah. <laughs> Donovan, yeah. you got, you got, this is great. Just like really hot guys. <laughs> <laughs> not All super, about the himbos. Not to be superficial, but damn, you have some kind of superpower because you're a magnet when it comes to attractive guys. Sounds about right. Donovan I fuck with it. I'm very curious how they're how they're deciding these things. It's one hundred percent arbitrary. Just pick it. <laughs> <laughs> I want there to be some kind of like machine learning algorithm that looks at uh, people's favorite foods and as well as their current and past relationship and duration of those relationships to look for an association uh, between certain food type and the type of partner. Like maybe the person who hates the messy foods. You know, they want somebody who's kind of, they're kind of uptight, you know, they're kind of mm. serious. Whereas mm. like the real, they said yes to everything, like really messy people. Maybe they want a partner in a diaper so they can fucking wipe it. <laughs> Get up in that shit. Eat too many nachos, you're going to need to wear a diaper while you're fucking. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a perfect association. If you're into all these, you got to have the dipe. And so <laughs> you're a diaper fetishist. A thick dipe. The industrial oh, strength one. <laughs> I have, cool. uh, I, I just gotta, can we, can I bring one more fetish up here? Okay. Just All to, right. just to, just, I just need people to know that this is a thing. Autoplushophilia. The image of oneself in the form of a plush or anthropomorphized animal. Because that's like the plushy site we went on. And mostly that's like characters and people are like, this character's hot or whatever. Yeah. But I like the idea of just like, I got a Donovan stuffed animal. And you're like, Why? oh, hey, that's fun. You got a little, it just looks like you. And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking sexy. <laughs> if, you recall, if you recall, we made Norm from Cheers uh, on that episode uh, as a plush. So I kind of already did make myself. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta, we gotta order that sucker one of these days. When a Patreon comes up, we'll get that Norm from Cheers plushie so that Arthur can have sex with it with removable fuck sleeve. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. And that's another bit of content for your OnlyFans, yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> Nor- the Norm plushie will feature heavily on the OnlyFans. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. The Cheers fandom is horny as fuck. <laughs> Just so you know. The thing's going to get worn Diane, out. They, won't they? <laughs> well, good times. We have, we have a lot of these. If you're listening, you're like, I liked hearing about these fetishes. Uh, or if you have any that, you know, we, we didn't talk about or, or you think we should throw in there, hit us up in the question box or, or message us. And because uh, I think we'll we'll get through these over time with with uh, different folks we have on, it'll it'll be a good time. Fuck yes, I'm so into that. Uh, I give that a five out of five. Giant, this is <laughs> my fetish is user submitted content. Oh, me too. My fetish is being rated back. five stars in the iTunes store. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god, that makes me so fucking hard. <laughs> Well, Kyler, thanks for fucking coming on here to to talk about this dangerosity with us. It was a good time. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. It was great. Let's give him one. Of... Oh, th- thank you, thank you. I don't deserve uh, it. I have climbed on top of the refrigerator for my standing ovation, so it can be the biggest standing ovation yet. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Looking out. Uh, thanks for tuning in on the Patreon. Uh, I did the fucking intro music. It's me. I made that. Welcome. Is it the song you jerked off to? <laughs> <laughs> Arthur has set himself up for so many fucking jokes on there. That is incredible information, and it is good that it was restricted to the patrons. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, uh, good times. Thanks again to Kyler for coming on. And uh, wherever you at out there, we're, we're hoping you're doing all right too. Uh, as always, if you got any, you got any, you know, suggestions or anything you want to see from the Patreon, the Jersey Shore thing we've mentioned. Uh, I'm talking to Mark about potentially getting that going. Uh, but besides that, hit us up. Thanks as always for supporting. And Arthur, we I think we got a shout out. Oh, that's right. Uh, as we do on this program, 
It's Rich Homie Barb supporting at the $10 a month level. Rock on in the free world. Hope your knees are doing good after the surgery. Big applause there. And uh, using the Patreon money for the first time, we got a webcam for Arthur uh, so that we can do video content potentially. Might try streaming a game or something. Uh, but I think we're going to go on class time coming up, which is a video show. So you'll, you'll get to see our, uh, our beautiful faces, uh, you know, chatting about Marxism and stuff. It'll yeah. be great. I was actually streaming a little bit of Magic the Gathering last night uh, on the uh, Radio Free Topag uh, Twitch feed. Uh, we have a Twitch? Setup. Yeah, we got a Twitch, baby. All right. Shit, yes. we'll check that out. That's yeah, another thing to, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe get some kind of playthrough between us. But uh, that's, that's all we got for you today. So uh, thanks again. And in the spirit of my continued outro bit, where I don't remember what the outro bit is, uh, stay soiled in your diaper, diaper fetishists. We see you. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.